Hello and welcome to this audio recording for the weekly research roundup for research published between the 22nd and the 28th of February 2022. I'm Katrina Pears, the research correspondent for the ME Association. There have been seven new studies on ME-CFS research this week, as well as 11 studies on long COVID. Despite there being a mix of studies this week, none of these were high quality biomedical studies which might add to our understanding of ME-CFS. We have highlighted two of the studies. Paper 4 looks at whether tuberculosis increases the risk of developing CFS. This is the term used within the paper. The study was conducted by analysing the National Health Insurance Research Database of Taiwan finding that TB infection is associated with an elevated risk of subsequently developing chronic fatigue syndrome. Despite this being the first study to investigate a potential link, these results are not too surprising as several underlying similar immune signatures are shared between CFS and TB. For example, the similarities in pro-inflammatory cytokines, which are small proteins involved in the immune system and blood cells. Interestingly, the study showed an increased risk in males, which could question whether chronic fatigue syndrome or chronic fatigue was being investigated, as it might have been difficult to differentiate between these two in this respective study. There is not much more we can learn from this pilot study as no laboratory analysis were performed but this study leads way to future studies examining the potential mechanisms involved in the link between CFS and TB. Paper 6 caught my eyes solely due to the laboratory techniques used called gas chromatography mass spectrometry GCMS which is a technique I'm very familiar with having used this throughout my PhD studies. GCMS is a technique where different chemicals in a sample are separated, identified and quantified. This study investigates an aerobic exercise intervention program for 46 male secondary school students. The study quantifies several different parameters which were reported to improve following intervention as well as performing a urine metabolite analysis which uses GCMS. The GCMS technique was used to screen for several different compounds involved in important metabolic pathways. This approach revealed alterations in three out of the six metabolic pathways studied. The pathways studied were protesin, which is involved in arginine and proline metabolism, uh, as well as six glucanate involved in starch and sucrose metabolic pathways and pentarose which is involved in phosphate metabolism pathway. The authors proposed that the lessening of fatigue and oxidated levels may be regulated by the altered metabolic pathways found. While I was personally interested in this paper due to the methods used there are a number of questions over this study. Firstly, this was a Chinese study and from reading the paper the description of symptoms does not fit with how we would describe ME-CFS, which again makes me question whether the study was looking at students with chronic fatigue rather than ME-CFS. The study did not include anyone who had fatigue which 
caused an inability to exercise. There's no discussion in the paper of post-exertional malaise, PEM, after intervention. It is also hard to believe that an exercise program which was no less than 45 minutes three times a week for 12 weeks had a positive outcomes on fatigue levels. Just thinking about that makes me tired. The conclusion of the paper was that it is important to schedule daily exercise for high school students. I think for that reason we can discount this study for adding anything new to our knowledge on MACFS as graded exercise therapy, GET, which was not used in this study, it was a more intense exercise technique, is not recommended for MECFS. Paper 7 in this roundup also expresses the harm that can be caused by GET. You may also be interested in reading the editorial article on post-infection syndromes, paper 1 in this roundup, which Dr Charles Shepherd has provided a comment for. Thank you for listening to this audio recording of the Research Roundup. I'll be back next week with the next instalment.